When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. Right, Matt, we are about to dive into something that I did not know existed until we did this show, which is that yes, while we grew up on Al TV, there were three not Al TV specials that played on the Canadian channel Much Music called Al Music. Not as much of a ring to it. No, it also does not have the wonderful little jingle that he always does for... Uh al tv no it um they're they're definitely lacking in the title cards and the uh and the uh you know the the extra stuff uh they they, they seem to lean into barbershop footage but we're gonna have to get into yeah, that dude, there's some the, the stuff that got to is really weird <laughs> what i'm interested in and we'll see how this plays out we're watching this before we get to off the deep end there was an yeah. al tv produced as well for off the deep end i'm very interested interested to see how much of this footage uh appears in both editions that we watch because we can skip a, a the whole middle of this because the middle is literally just a condensed version of the complete owl it is uh, he actually uses the footage although there were moments in it where i was like and you can correct me if i'm wrong like is it even this is it the same narration yeah. or do they actually like it is exactly it is the exactly same exactly the same it's there were moments that felt okay there's a I don't want to jump too far ahead there's a moment in that process where also like there's a commercial break smack in the middle of it which affected my like perception of the whole thing I couldn't tell some part of me felt like it was maybe slightly edited differently but it was definitely they just yeah inserted a bunch of the complete al um which is fine despite that I was actually quite surprised at how much original material is made for this so special. here's the one thing i'm going to tell you i am almost Great. positive we see that paula abdul interview in the al tv special that we watch oh really and the reason why i say that is because if you watch it he literally says welcome to al tv to paula abdul in that oh, clip I and i was that. like i didn't catch that that's <laughs> I was funny. like oh well then 
I think we're going to see this again <laughs> in the very near future. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, I, we've said before, like, you can't blame Al for... Um, Work smarter, not harder, the time, man. The, That's the... At the time these were made, the idea that he thought, like, that anybody was going to be comparing the American and Canadian broadcasts of this for uh, for overlap, I mean, that was just probably an unimaginable thing back then, that, uh, that someone could have access to yeah, both of them. Yeah, but I mean, I do think that there's a, a good handful of very Canadian specific jokes uh, that we get in this as well. Um, oh yeah. I think the first real bit that we see, uh, this is the, actually, let me say this. The other thing that I don't love with the much music is that um, I missed it being Al running a pirate radio station or whatever. Like this is literally just, he just, I, I think it cuts right after, but, According to the Wikipedia, it was that like one of the Canadian VJs was on camera and Al just kind of walks over and just like shifts them out of the shot and is like, now yeah. it's my show. Like, yeah, well, it is. Yeah, it, it, I, I appreciate that it's a different yeah. delivery. I appreciate that it is because it's structured so differently. Like Al TV actually has a premise. Yeah. <laughs> which is crazy when you think about it, like there's no reason for it to be a, like a high concept exercise but he actually has made it one with the pirate radio hacking into the mtv uh feed and this is literally just him guest hosting i like the fact that despite the f so he's doing this in a studio obviously right he's in yeah. their studio but also it's much music in 1992 or 91 whatever year this was made and it is boy is it scrappy like it is literally like there's there are multiple shots here where while he's doing his narration he is just walking across he's walking across people's desks um <laughs> And they really seem like they are just sitting there working oh, for real. I, and he is and he is stomping on their papers and is like I mean, it's so funny and scrappy in just a very different way. Like I love how small and DIY this up. This just looks like a local community re, uh television station. He even says at one point that it is actually a UHF yeah. station. There's a couple bits where you can hear people laughing in the background. But yeah, like not like sure. it's in front of a live studio audience. Like I think that just as he was doing everything in this feels like it was one take. Uh, you know absolutely. what I mean? Like it's <laughs> no, there's a moment where he's walking through the studio and narrating and another, it looks like another host or another guy's like, Hey, how's yeah. it going? And I was like, it's going really well. Wow. Everyone's yeah. so nice here, but just does not break the take at all. Like I feel like nobody could tell when he was shooting or not. I don't know. It is like a very, very, uh, uh, DI considering that he does it at the studio. I love that he has kept it so charmingly DIY and like lo-fi everything about so it. So yeah. I think here's here's like the positive and negatives I'll say. Yeah. I agree with everything you're saying. I think that this is so charming. It's so frenetic. It's so low budget. Yeah. Like there's so much to like about it in that sense. I also think that because we're watching just the Albits, there was a point about 35 minutes in when I was like, I cannot believe I have to sit through 12 more minutes. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's exhausting and draining to watch because it's, I think having commercials and music videos to break it up helps. But it's just like, this is just it certainly does. attacking me with bit after yeah. bit after bit. No, you're, you're absolutely right about that. It's also a shame because, again, as we've seen on previous ones of these uh, the uploader is cautious to not get a copyright strike, so they eliminate the music videos. And I'm pretty sure that we also lose a couple jokes. I think so, too, because the Genesis joke barely plays, except for the very end the when Genesis, the music's gone. 
Exactly, yeah. And there's also, like, he starts playing Losing My Religion at one point, and you can hear him talking over the video yeah. for a second, but then the video cuts away. Um, and I feel like there's little moments, more than on MTV, I'm interested to know if the rules are different in Canada or on Much Music. They might have been. But he plays with this a little bit on MTV, but not since early, early Al TVs have I seen so much of him inserting himself into videos. The first like real joke here is like people doing requests. Um, and they request they his it, duet with a Bruce Springsteen yeah, song. They were like, we love your duet with Brilliant <laughs> with Bruce on Brilliant Disguise. And it cuts to the Bruce video. And at the very end of the video, in like the final <laughs> chorus, Al just appears. It looks pretty good. Al is just a great inserted green screen. It's a really video. well done green screen. Yeah. And he literally sings a high harmony over Bruce on Brilliant <laughs> Disguise. It is awesome. It's really, really good. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, we've had little moments of that on MT on the MTV ones, but it feels like there's more uh, here. And again, the only thing that makes me sad is I feel like not all of them made it onto YouTube. Yeah, no, I also, which I agree does make it feel long sometimes. Like it's just, yeah. Also who I forgot to write down the name of the guy who put this on YouTube, but my God, the editing that they did at some points, I'm like, this, this person's a psychopath. Like it would be like, (laughs) Three different things simultaneously playing on top of each other for a couple seconds, and I'd just be like, what is happening? What is happening? I, I know. There, there's also a moment. We're really jumping around on this one, but that's okay. Yeah. There was a moment where Al sets up that he is showing. This is another thing that I think got cut. He sets up that he's about to show a new version of Michael Jackson's black or white video. Yeah. And and he sets it up so, like, he's like, oh, my God, this is huge. Like, you know, Michael's, like, such a perfectionist, and he likes to... uh Uh, You know, even when something's out, he still wants to keep working on it and he's just constantly doing revisions. And here's the new version of black or white. And then it cuts to this other shot, like Al overlaid on top of something else, talking about a totally different subject. And for the longest time, I was like, is this the black or white video about to start? But it's not. It's just he, he just cut away. But he literally overlays footage of Al on top of. Yeah. I mean, this guy really like, boy, did he spend a weekend (laughs) <laughs> working hard yeah, on this. No, he definitely spent respect, some time. Respect, respect, respect. So he takes another letter after the Bruce Springsteen one, yeah. um, and the letter is hilarious. It's this person who's dying. I love this. They're, I love they're this. in bed dying. <laughs> they 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 don't have much time left, and the only thing they need before they pass is some Brian Adams. And Al says, I would love to play that, but that's not Canadian content. So here's sweet emotion from my favorite <laughs> Canadian group, Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> While he's reading the letter too, so sincere and serious, like I'm one of your biggest fans and I'm I'm in a hospital bed right now, not doing well. The camera is like slow panning in on Al. <laughs> like, yeah. It could not be more dramatic and over the top. And then Al finally finishes the letter. And I just love the idea that Brian Adams is not Canadian. Yeah. Brian so Adams isn't Canadian Aerosmith. enough. We have For to people play who don't know, Aerosmith. Brian Adams is Canadian. Aerosmith definitely not. <laughs> but Al plays sweet emotion instead of this person's request. Yeah, it's it's great. Um, and then that's when he finally realizes, hey, this is this is Al music. We can do whatever we want here. And he goes, I just want to watch people getting their heads shaved. And then we just get this crazy montage of people getting haircuts for what feels like two minutes. It's a long time with just like generic like elevator music underneath. And it's just people getting their heads shaved. Yeah. Like like it, it, I, I thought to myself in that moment, I was like, this is maybe even weirder than anything we've seen on it's Al TV up so until this abstract. point, like this is way out there stuff, man. Like they, they really gave him, uh, they really gave him free reign uh, on uh, <laughs> uh, on this production, which I again I love to see. That 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 was that's that's a avant garde comedy. 
Then we get the first of, I believe, three Al interviews in this special. There might even be more than that because there's a lot of really short ones. Yeah, but like, but this is I, a I full mean, guess, one. Yeah, yeah I yeah. wasn't counting the the Vince Neil one, but yeah, or you're Jeff right. Leopard. So, yeah, so yeah, there's like four <laughs> or five of them, but the first yeah. one we get is Tom Petty. Probably my favorite of all of them. Like the Tom Petty answers to the questions are so good. The two yeah. that I wrote down was. I hear you dress your roadies up like dogs and make them run around your backyard. And it cuts to Tom Petty. Goes, I do. I do every night. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> There's also a, a somewhat, uh, you know, I'd be, I guess, a little bit cringy now. Sinead O'Connor, who just died, and of course the jokes about her shaved head go back very far. But yeah. they, he makes a joke about, it. like, oh, remember that time we got together and shaved Sinead O'Connor's head? And and Tom Petty just goes, I don't know when I've had so much fun. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, another one where he goes, I got a joke for you. So there's a Jew, a lesbian, and Lawrence Welk, and they walk into a bar, and then it just cuts to Tom Petty and goes, you can't make jokes about Lawrence Welk. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Petty cuts him off to say, oh, you can't make jokes about Lawrence Welk. I gotta tell you, that is a perfectly written joke. Oh, the my two God. of them, like that back and forth, like that's that's great. That That is, Al is just so smart, like by the Brilliant. end of that interview, it seems, and we say this all the time, I wish I could see the original interviews because Tom Betty seems so frustrated with whatever is actually being interviewed with him to the point that he gets up and like takes the microphone and yells no into it and puts it down at the yeah, end of the interview. I, Al's fake thing is like, anything else you want to talk about before you go? Well, they, of course, have a uh, an argument at the end in classic Al fashion where Al asks if Tom's heard his new album off the deep end and Tom is like, Oh, it's awful. Yeah. It sounds awful. And I was like, all right, well that's enough of that. Anything else you want to talk about before you leave? And it literally cuts to Tom Petty walking away and in his like lavalier microphone that he just took off his collar, just being like, no. And leaving like, <laughs> wow, that must've been a bad interview. Yeah. Then we get, they go to the rabid facts segment, which I guess is like a normal thing in the show. Um, and I can't believe I wrote down every single one of these, but he reads off the ten, <laughs> the top ten the, films. The box office top ten at this time. Spoiler alert, guys. None of these are real. None of these are uh, real. And I'm not going to do movies. all of the setups, but it's just mm -hmm. Goy's in the Hood, Star Trek Seven. No, really, this time, this is the last one, Honest. The Russian House Party, The Jackson Family. Thelma Instead of the Adams Family, yeah. The Jackson Family, yeah. Thelma and Louise Two, Regarding Buck Henry. <laughs> The Archies. Oliver Stone's The Archies. Uh, yeah, Oliver Stone's The Archies. <laughs> I'll be back. Stephen King presents that pruning shears guy. <laughs> Fried green burritos. Steven Spielberg's is porridge. <laughs> and then the number one movie in the box office, Madonna in Look at My Hooters. Which is just yeah. a sign of the times with all this. It took me a second to piece together that the Steven Spielberg one was making fun of Hook. Yes, exactly. I was like, the what is this one, one yeah. about? Like, <laughs> no, I, I was a little confused by that too. A couple like extra notes because I really liked uh, his postscript for Thelma and Louise too. He says Thelma and Louise too, where our heroes learn that even in the afterlife, all men are creeps. <laughs> <laughs> That's another great joke. Um, and then the only other one I note down is regarding Buck Henry. I don't get that at all. What is that? There was a movie called Regarding Henry. That's the regarding only, Henry. Yeah, but who's Buck Henry? I don't know who Buck Henry uh, is. Buck Henry, I think, is like a goofy musician from like the 30s. Really? I'm gonna oh, look man. this that, up. That went way over my head. I just did not get that at who all. Who is Buck Henry? Buck Henry is an American actor. Co-wrote The Graduate. 
Oh wow! Yeah, he's got a. He was. Uh, he worked with Steve Allen and Mel Brooks and stuff like that. Like he was probably the least famous of the comedy writers of that like late fifties, early sixties era. An old school, yeah, just an old school comedy writer. That that is just uh, leave it to Al once again making these like deep cut references that just go over my head. Yeah. What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Pasta Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. After he does the the breakdown of all the movies, he talks about Motley Crue kicking Vince Neil out. And in the interview, he's like, I hear you're going to be doing a project with Bob Dylan. And it cuts to Vince Neil going, I wouldn't want to work with anyone else but Bob. Bob Hope. Oh, Bob Hope. Bob Hope. Yeah, It was it was Bob Hope. He says, uh, yeah. He's like, oh, you're going to do a USO tour with, with Bob Hope. I wouldn't want to work with anyone else but Bob. Really? Bob Hope? <laughs> and Al's so surprised. And then it ends with Al actually getting into a fist fight with Vince Neil. Yes. It's... And uh, yeah, it's like, uh, I mean, because he's like, wait, you don't want to work with any of these other people? He's like, no, I don't want to work. All right, calm down, Vince. Yeah, calm goes, down, Vince. I, I'm pretty sure that Millie Vanelli and David Lee Roth are both available right That's now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is where we start to hit. Up until this point, it's been pretty much all new content that we have not seen. Yeah. Al promotes that the after the next commercial break, they're going to be doing a spotlight on Weird Al. Yeah, so this is another reference. Like he is Al is dressed up as someone else. Yes. Introducing a segment where he says we're going to sit down and interview Weird Al Yankovic. Now, obviously he is playing somebody there, but again, maybe I'm just yeah, I, I think watch, it's just a Canadian I wasn't BJ watching enough much music yeah. at this moment in time, so I don't know who he's referencing here, but he's obviously playing someone who must have had a recurring segment on on much music or Canadian television in general. And that's when we cut to essentially the complete owl. Also, we get the solar radio skull plate. I was going to say we get another sky high skull plate. I'm pretty sure we've seen this specific commercial. We definitely before. have. We yeah. definitely have seen the solar radio skull plate, solar powered solar radio. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, now that what, won't make you look like a jerk. Now, what this episode was missing that uh, we were so blessed with last time we did an Al TV was like the actual authentic 
80s commercials. Um, yes. But we do get, and I wrote down, I'm really pumped I didn't get the full version of whatever this ketchup commercial is. Because we get like five seconds of a ketchup commercial that I'm just like, what yes. is happening in I this know. commercial? It's like a song. There's like dancing food. Like it looks <laughs> delightful. Um, I can appreciate the people trying to remove the commercials. But yeah, no, the one we did where the commercials were all intact. Boy, was that a good time. That was trying half of to our make episode. sense of it all. For half yeah. of our episode was just reviewing the commercials. Oh, we were mostly interested in those commercials, yeah, for sure. The jet um, ski commercials. So Al does this weird thing where he talks about his tour dates, and then he doesn't cover them until way later in the episode, which I, like, I literally started typing. I'm like, all right, here we go. We're going to get these wacky tour dates. Um, but then he starts running down, hey, stick around. You're going to see an interview with Paul Abdul, an interview with uh, yeah, what's Paul, coming up? Paul McCartney. He goes, we're going to world premiere a new Geraldo song. That should be fun. <laughs> which I will jump ahead to the joke later on. We get a very brief snippet and it is just that he is playing the Rico Suave music video, but he's inserted taco grande on top I know. of it. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. Cause for a moment I was like, wait a minute. He did not do a video for taco grande. Yeah. I, like I would love, Oh my God. I wish I, we could find out like did much music. Let him play. <laughs> I think Rico they let Suave him do whatever video. he wanted. With Taco Grande's audio on top of it, because uh, that would be insane. Well, because we also get, he plays the Losing My Religion, like you said, and then it does show that they aired a Polka Your Eyes Out live performance as a music video at this point. They did, and you know what? I looked it up. Um, it's awesome. I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm pondering. I feel like we should probably wait because we're going to talk about Poco Your Eyes Out uh, in a few weeks, and maybe we should like save it for that. But there is, and incredibly, it's up on YouTube, the entire thing. It's a professionally recorded and shot version of Poco Your Eyes Out on some sort of a special stage. It's got the Comedy Central watermark oh, wow. in the corner. Um, and I don't know what the occasion was. I have to look into it more carefully, but it is a killer Live version of Pulky Rise Out. Well, I think it's the first time no, we've seen. I remember what it is because Christian brought this up on the Hot Rocks Polka episode. It was um, Comedy Central did like a 50 years of Dr. Demento special and Al debuted Pokey Your Eyes Out before Off the Deep End had come out. It was a Dr. Demento special. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, <clears> that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, it seems like the, even at the intro of the Polky Rise Up video I saw, they say, like, once again, Weird Al Yankovic, yeah. which make, I there's got to be more footage from that We'll show, have to dig and, that up. We'll have to try to oh, find man. at least that footage. Again, I don't want to go down too much of a tangent because we got to talk about Polky Rise Out, and, but it's so satisfying to see one of the Polkas played live so well like nice. you i feel like you really there appreciate he's got a horn section behind him i, I who are it doing sounded all the record it's perfect awesome. it's, i can't wait it's so good i just watched a performance of to to bring up an artist that we're gonna talk about in a couple months yeah um one of the one of the tiktoks i follow is just the music archive where this guy just pulls up old live performances of bands from the 80s and 90s and just uploads the full like television performance yeah and it was they might be giants performing uh birdhouse in your soul on jay leno's tonight show and that also they have leno's full orchestra playing behind them and it is the best version of birdhouse of yours in your soul i've ever heard like with that full 
like orchestra playing, it's great. So the Paul Abdul one, uh, I feel like we're going to have to talk about this again in a couple weeks uh, when we get to the Al TV. Because like I said, he literally refers to her as being on Al TV. Yeah, I'm sure we will. And it's also just worth noting because we we breeze through it after. I'm not only now realizing where Al is saying he's going to interview himself. That is setting up what then just becomes the complete the Al. weird Al, the weird Al story, quote yeah. unquote, that which is a snippet of his fake bio from the complete Al um, complete with like interview with his parents talking about what a disappointment he was that he didn't become an architect. Yeah. The There's nasal, some great moments. I, I did rewatch factory. It. Like I, the, I watched the, it all too. Like the I was nasal like, decongestant factory. And I also just have to say, I'm, I was so happy to once again, get to see uh, the uh, banjo player. I don't want to do my laundry. I don't want to do my laundry. Made me like, so happy to hear that, again. I, I, I really want like, I think he might be my ultimate, like Guest. I want him. I want him on this show. Yeah, we got. I got to find. We have to find that guy. I'm. I'm nervous that he's not with us anymore. But I. I really want like <laughs> that. That dude. That that guy is my hero. <laughs> anyone? If anyone knows anything about that guy, send us a find, message about. Find him, us please. and let us yeah. know. Sorry. Now we can move on. Yes. Oh, all of that happens. We've seen it before. We've covered it before. Uh, and then, uh, then we get the Paula Abdul interview. Who is Paula? Is Another. This is another set of footage that Al is using, where she is answering every question with the most meek, like, "Thank you." Yeah, and he compliments her nostrils. So, she looks so uncomfortable the whole time. Like at least at the beginning, it's funny. She looks really uncomfortable. Really, like I don't want to be here. I'm nervous. She compliments uh, Al. Compliments her nostrils. Um, but uh, Paula loved Al's new album. Unlike yep. Tom Petty, P- Paula's all in on it. Um, so much so that she lets Al blow his nose on her sleeve. Blows her nose on the sleeve and also lets him rip her clothes off with his teeth before we go to commercial <laughs> break. It's <laughs> every again, when Al puts moments like that into the into his shows, I'm just always so struck by it because it just feels so out of character. <laughs> yes, Al asks if he can rip her clothes off with his teeth, and she goes, "Oh, I'd, I'd be, be honored." I'd be honored. And then Al get, gets wide eyed and goes, "We'll be right back." <laughs> <laughs> like, there you go. That's that's as risque as Al gets. Yeah, for sure. Then we come in at the very end of the Van Halen "Right Now" music video, where it shows Al looking really bored, and it says, "Right now, Al's getting bored. <laughs> right now, Al's gonna stop the video." And then he goes, "All right, stop the video." Yeah, this leads us into the Genesis bit that I wish we could see more of. But at the very end, when Al just starts doing a big crazy tap dance, yeah. I did. I did start to smile, uh, and then we get. He to puts the... his leg over his head like he eh, always does. He just flails around on the floor, and then he walks away. It's just they extend the uh, end of the video a little bit there for him. Yeah, the best part of this entire special is this next scene, and it is Al completely unhinged, unscripted, on the street, just bothering passerbys. It is amazing, guys. This is Al doing essentially Billy on the street. Yes. And and but so early, this is it, it's amazing. He is just bothering people in the streets of Canada. Screaming as someone walks by with a baby yelling, "Where are you going with that baby?" And "Where are you going with that baby? Why do you have that umbrella?" It's cuz it's raining. Then he goes, yeah. "Sir, where are you going?" and he goes, "To heaven." 
and yeah, then he, to heaven. <laughs> he runs across the street to ask a guy, what's the capital of Canada? And he gives the correct answer, and he goes, no, it's a C. The rest of the letters are lowercase, you jerk. What a jerk, <laughs> he says, as walking away from this guy. I was like, man, this is like, like he is really like, it's only one corner, but Al, with his microphone and cable, is just running across the street. At one point, he almost runs into a bicyclist. Oh, my like, God. This could not there's, be more. There's almost like, a car accident. There's so many cars trying to get around what's happening. But the it's highlight crazy. is he runs up to a girl, and before even a question is asked, she sees Al, and you hear her go, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And he and she's the only one who gets, of course, he asks her, like, how many letters are in this word? And he says a ridiculous, like, obviously made up word. Uh, and she says, uh, 37. And he's like, you're right. And he's like, and your prize. And he pulls from his pants a set of, like, fake underwear with hearts on it and just puts them on her face. <laughs> which then she turns around and puts them on top of his head. She was a very good sport. Yeah, she got what was happening and she went with it. I don't know if it's possible that that was something that happened on this show, that there was like a people on the street interviewing each other kind of thing that happened because everyone, I mean, maybe it was just very friendly Canadians, but everyone really took that pretty well. Everyone really took it pretty well. Yeah. Well, the one he guy runs up he's... to a taxi driver and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to make an honest buck. And I was like, the light's green. You gotta go. <laughs> and he's just yelling at everyone. Like it's, man, it really it, is I, Billy on the street. It's, it's a thousand it, percent Billy on the street, it, like 30 years before that show existed. I know he's like, I, I can't imagine this is way too niche to say that <laughs> Billy Eichner <laughs> saw this, but um, boy, did it give me that vibe. Side note, Al was never on Billy on the Street, was he? I don't think so. God, that would have been like just thinking about that. Like the like I'm Weird Al and Billy Eichner doing something together just immediately made me feel really good inside. We'll have to contact. We'll have to contact Billy Eichner. Let's get Billy Eichner. And when he gets on the show, we'll play him this clip, (laughs) and then we'll say, "Explain yourself." That's that (laughs) sounds like a plan. There you go, everybody. That's that's some behind the scenes (laughs) stuff for you. Uh, but then we do get the tour dates finally. Like, there's maybe five minutes left in this special. Um, I only wrote down two things. A lot of it didn't jump out at me as like laugh out loud funny. But as we said before, he always finds one fictional name that is just like a collection of words. And this time it's Stinky Freddy's Discount Tuba Parlor, which yes. is just. I, it's insane that he can come up with so many words that actually do roll off the tongue very nicely when you say it yes. out loud. It, it's true. And I also, I always love, I'll never not laugh when he announces his tour dates and then he throws in like, and then on June 5th, uh, taking the day off to have my teeth cleaned. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that he includes his uh, dental cleaning. His personal his schedule. Tour dates. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's just his calendar basically for the next few weeks. And then a sold out um, month at the Sky Dome. A sold out month at the Sky Dome. But the thing that I noticed, the very first date he lists, he calls Alapalooza. Yeah. Did you notice that? Where I did. Where it's him and all these other Al's. I wonder if this is where the name of that album came from. It's the first reference I have ever seen. I was like, I couldn't believe it. Like, that's the first time I've ever you heard him use that You know what? It didn't even click in my head because yet, in my head, I'm just well, like, no, yeah, obviously he's promoting. Well, we're a year from Alapalooza. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. That was like the but last still. time that he did like two back to back like that. But yeah, I was like, oh, he 
He's obviously promoting the Alapalooza album. Yeah. And I, until you just said that now, I forgot that this was the off no, the deep end. No, this is off the deep end. This is off the deep end. So Alapalooza, I mean, maybe. Because the bit that. was that it was all Al's, right? It was like yeah, him, it was Al just, Green, Al Franken. Like, exactly. It was all all Al's, uh, a, a festival of <laughs> nothing but Al's. Um, and uh, yeah, may, who knows? It could have been a throwaway. I, I would guess maybe he wrote it for this because it doesn't seem like he didn't write it for this. Like, yeah. this is like. And then it was just like, oh, that's a funny name. Yeah. And then, and uh, I mean, I guess the Lollapalooza go. just continued to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So why not? Exactly. Which exactly. is, again, it is funny. Lollapalooza, kind of like this giant alternative music festival. Alapalooza, barely an alternative song or song parody to be found on the entire album. It's it's a very weird name choice for that it album. It is a weird name choice. I mean, yeah, we're going to, a lot of Alapalooza talk is, uh, Coming down. I think that there's people soon. who've been waiting for this because I've been hinting at my like underwhelming nature of this album. But again, I haven't listened to it for years. I could totally have my mind changed uh, in the coming weeks. Yeah, it was interesting. We we recently listened to Jurassic Park for that uh, for our crossover podcast episode, and that was a, a fun little preview of it. But uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm also very excited to uh, to dive into that record. So the yeah. last thing that I had written down is that we get a Nazi Osborne interview as well. And uh, th- there's one other quick. I, I liked the idea of there's a, f- a very short interview he does with two members of Def Leppard. Yes. Um, and uh, the the setup of this is that the uh, the lead singer, Al's like doing the news and he is like Def Leppard. The singer of Def Leppard has lost his car keys. <laughs> and they say, like, that's it. We really are jinxed. <laughs> Yeah. And we're going to we're going to uh, stop now. Um, and of course, for people who don't know, like the uh, uh, the drummer of Def Leppard was in a car accident in the 80s and he uh, lost one of his arms um, and then wound up playing drums as a one armed drummer. Yeah. Um, so this is a reference to to that. Um, yeah. Then the, after all that, the singer loses his car case and they decide we have to break up. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're cursed as a band. We're cursed. Um, yes. And the only thing I wrote down with the Ozzy Osbourne interview, it's fine. Um, but I just was like, this is another one of those ones where I'm like, what was happening in this original interview? Because Ozzy is saying insane things. Like, I mean, yeah. I guess he's on drugs because it's Ozzy Osbourne and it's the early 90s. But like, there are moments where I was just like, all right, repeat after me. And then he's just saying crazy phrases and then it just cuts to... Ozzy saying those crazy phrases and I'm like what what was happening what was this interview originally yeah Al says can you say uh so can you just repeat after me just say uh lippy lipey pipey sinking and that's what Ozzy says and then he was like now say uh like I can't I didn't write this exact down but like toodle moodle hammy sing and then then, Ozzy's like what the hell's hell's hammy sing and, and uh, yeah, it's the weirdest, like incredibly strange. Um, we get a nice little uh, Al throwing in a poodle reference where he asks uh, uh, Ozzy if he's ever bit the head off a live poodle. And Ozzy, of course, goes, yeah, it's just fun. <laughs> it's just fun. Um, I also like at the very top, <laughs> at the very top of the interview, Al asks Ozzy, he's like, how have you been? Have you been good lately? And Ozzy just goes, my kid went to see a movie and got run over. <laughs> It's like, what are you talking about? Oh, uh, 
Ah, so good. The only other thing we need to give a quick shout out to because we forgot to is actually Tom Petty interview does get a Harvey the Wonder Hamster reference as well. Tom Petty, yeah, Al asks if Tom is willing to come to his house and do a concert just for him and his hamster Harvey. Yeah. Yes. Uh, for his hamster's birthday because Renegade is his favorite song. Uh, yes, exactly. Right. exactly. Uh, refugee. 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 Refugee is his favorite song, yeah. Um, yeah, no, the Ozzy interview is just hilarious and weird. Um, and then the only other thing I have in my notes is I love, right before the Ozzy interview, uh, there's a, a call-in, like it's a call-in show. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is, I think this is staged, but someone calls in and is just being incredibly complimentary to Al and is just like, um, oh my God, like, I just love you so much. So nice to talk to you. You're my biggest fan. And Al just is like pushing him off the phone. He's like, yeah, 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 that's great. That's great. That's yeah. great. That's great. Is it just something you want to ask me? Oh, I just like, I'm such a huge fan. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Is there anything you want to ask me? Yeah. And then the guy's like, oh yeah. I mean, well, could you just, would you mind uh, shoving a blueberry pie in your face? Yeah. And then Al <laughs> does that, of course. There's a but, similar uh, joke yeah. uh, where he's doing a thing about how much he loves the fans and there's a fan behind him in the mirror and you see him just kind of point and snap at somebody and then you see them drag him away in the background. Another great, like doing the show in front of the window where everyone can uh, can watch the live broadcast and no one's there. It's just one guy holding up a, uh, a weird Al sign yeah. and security tackles him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. It's so good. I actually had a lot of fun with this. This was this was an interesting way to dip our toes into something. And now I'm really curious to see how much deja vu we have after Off the Deep End when we watch the Al TV. Like, how much of this got recycled? Or is it just the Paul Abdul? Like, agreed. Agreed. So. Yeah. I, I think maybe some of those interviews will wind up coming back. We'll see. But I, I was impressed. I mean, again, with the exception of that chunk in the middle, that's basically just the complete Al and the solar powered uh, skull plate and, radio and the Paul McCartney clip and the Paul McCartney. Yes, they, he reuses the Paul McCartney interview bit, which again still is made a great, me laugh. Great was... bit. I I laugh every time. But for the most part, yeah, this is original content. Um, he definitely did not just phone it in. It would have been very easy for him to have shot a couple scenes in their studio and then use entirely pre-recorded. Oh, but yeah. also then it just dates it very badly, right? Because he's talking to all these people. Like he really wants it to be current and topical and all that. So. I mean, it, it was all worth it alone just for the the Al Street interview segment. Like that that made this entire thing worth a worthwhile journey. <laughs> yeah, agreed. All right. Well, we'll be back next week because we're not quite done with Al's television appearances uh, leading up to Off the Deep End. Some people have emailed us about this specific television episode that we're about to talk about because Al was on an MTV game show in the early nineties. So We're going to throw it back. Yes. Yeah, stay tuned for that. Yeah. What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. 
If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 